This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grace ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. This is Suckers. I'm Kaylin Bell. I'm Dean Bell. And I'm Jared Haben. An iHeartRadio podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of Suckers Pod. I almost said our old name, but I, I, I kept it in. We have a very quick episode for you today because none of us have any important life updates to share. So we're just going to say hi and say bye real quick. Thank you for joining us. Unless, Jared, is there anything that you wanted to share? Nope. Ship shape. All right, great. Kaylin, you're good? Oh, yeah, I'm good. No, Jared, you've got some big news, so I'll give you the floor. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before, so uh, we finally could announce Ashley is pregnant with Yahoo! number two. Woo-hoo! And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd goes wild. I've already told the story. I think I told it on the Almost Famous podcast, Dean, about, about how <clears throat> when we were at the Bachelor Mansion and then you very kindly, like a gentleman, Jared, Ashley, do you guys want something to drink? I'm going to the bar. And I said, oh, I'll take a beer or something like that. And then Ashley was like, you know, I'm just going to take a Coke. And then you turned to me immediately and go, Congrats, bro. And just walked away. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, well, you know, that that is correct. Congratulations is in order. She is pregnant. But that's, now we can uh, talk about it to the world. She is pregnant. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Baby number two is on the way. Um, how does it feel so far comparatively to the first one? When you, I mean, obviously, we're still pretty early on with the second one. But is the excitement the same? Is the anticipation the same? What's, what's the same and what's different? It's more just... Um, uh fear than uh, excitement i mean obviously i'm we're very excited that ashley got pregnant so soon i mean in the first month of trying she got pregnant and then she had the chemical pregnancy which means that she lost the baby like within the first month so it's not really a like the it just it's not a it's not a baby yet it's not anything yet so it's not categorized as a miscarriage Hmm. 
so then when she had the chemical pregnancy, her midwife was saying, well, you're actually more fertile now. So you actually, most, most women get pregnant within the first month or two after having a chemical pregnancy. And then of course the next month to, to, and, uh, this one's stuck. And, um, so she is 13 weeks, which feels pretty far along. She's yeah. already getting out of her first trimester, yeah. headed into her second. She's feeling pretty well. You know, it's so funny. The only she's, she's been sick and nauseous and she hasn't felt well, but you know, unfortunately, that kind of comes with the territory of being pregnant. Her first pregnancy was way worse. But this one, the worst day by far was the Golden Bachelor wedding. Hmm. We left that and I texted you the next day, Dean, telling you that like, hey, sorry, we had to do an Irish goodbye. But it was like the we were at the after party or not the after party, but the reception that wasn't on TV. That was like the reception after the reception. And she was like, I, ha I have to go right now. I have to go because we, they weren't the food came out late. You know, it's a wedding. So there was a lot going on. And plus the ABC production of it all. And then we went back to the hotel and she just started puking and she mm -hmm. did not stop. And we had a 7 a.m. flight that next day back east to get back home to Dawson. And we were flying cross country. So Ashley threw up about 12 or 13 times overnight. Neither one of neither one of us got to sleep. I mean, she got zero sleep. I got maybe two hours because I would just kind of sleep in between when she was throwing out the poor thing. And it was just horrible. And then we had to drive to the airport. We got to the airport. She threw up in the airport. And then I was like, I hope she doesn't throw up on the plane. Cause that's the worst. So at least at the airport, you go to the bathroom, you go in your individual stall. But of course, you know, we get on our flight, we're in like row 32 or whatever. She has the window. I'm in the middle seat. And then before we even took off, we're taxiing to the runway. She's like, I'm, I'm going to puke. And I was like, all right, just get the barf bag. And so she got the barf bag and started throwing oh, up no. barf bag. And of course, the guy next to me is like looking over <laughs> and the woman in front of me is wearing a mask. And she looks like her eyes widen because obviously she's probably terrified of any germ wearing a mask. And then, you know, this woman is throwing up behind her. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. They probably think like you have a dire case of the flu. She's like, tell them I'm pregnant. Tell them I'm pregnant. I'm like, yeah, I will. I will. Let's just get through it. You know what I mean? Like here, you know. And then thank God, luckily, she fell asleep and she didn't throw up on the rest of the, the flight. Because I was nervous that she was just not going to stop. And it was going to be like every hour Dang. we need a new birthday. I didn't know where the story was going, but I was just about to ask if she was fearful flying for that to happen. But but it happened. And you guys got through it. That's good, though. I feel I feel bad for Jared. I mean, sucks for Ashley, obviously. Are you but... <laughs> kidding me? Jared's got to be around this girl that's thrown up all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's obviously far worse for the guy. Not I mean, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, well, it, didn't she have something in her first pregnancy that made her more susceptible to um, like morning sickness and stuff? No, well, her first pregnancy, I forget what it's called, but she had some sort of, I don't even know, I'm not even going to attempt to say it, but it's just, it means that you are really, really, really sick yeah. during, your first, during your pregnancy. Oh, I've got a question. You said something about a um, one month termination involuntary was chemical pregnancy was there so was were you guys pregnant before dawson or was that dawson no 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 no. this was after dawson so dawson oh we're, we tried it for about seven months with dawson and um then we got you know she got pregnant and then when we were trying this next time around so this was only like four months ago she got pregnant and um she actually she had the pregnancy test it was very cute it was around my birthday so she put it in a box, like a little gift box. And Dawson came up to me when I got home from Audrey's one day and he had a little box in his hand. He's handed me a gift. I was like, bro, you got me a birthday gift? 
and then I open it up and it's at a positive test. So that was really nice. Um, but then of course the chemical pregnancy happened like four or five days later. Mm. And then the next month when she found out she was pregnant, she didn't do anything. She was, she was sitting on the couch next to me. She's like, by the way, I'm pregnant. Oh, it was that <laughs> soon after, huh? Was it was fast. How did you guys handle that chemical pregnancy emotionally? Was that hard to deal with? I mean, it was more difficult on Ashley just because she had to deal with it with her body. Because one day she called me when I was at Audrey's after, you know, the, the positive test. And she said, um, something's definitely wrong. I'm bleeding like mm -hmm. a lot. And um, she figured it was a chemical pregnancy because she looked it up and they said that it's like, you know, pretty common one out of three or four pregnancies, mm. you know, uh, this this occurs. Um so, of course, it was sad because there is a large sense of relief once you get the positive pregnancy test because you're like, wow, we don't even have to try anymore. Like, this is great because there is a lot of stress with trying and figuring out like you're ovulating, your ovulation schedule. And it's much more on Ashley with her body, with getting off birth control and then doing all these things that she's got to do to get herself ready um, to be pregnant. So it was nice just to be like, oh, okay, you're pregnant. That's great. You know, here we go. And it's a perfect age gap between her, you know, the the new baby and Dawson. And then, uh, of course, you know, it ended up being a false alarm. And then that was hard on Ashley. That was very sad because especially as a, a parent, you know, you go through all the stages. So, of course, before I was a parent, you know, you see an ultrasound, you see like the fetus or the egg and it grows and grows. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's not a baby yet, but like, you know. Like there, there's something in there, science. But now looking at Dawson and seeing literally that fetus, that first picture, and then looking at Dawson now and being, holy sh**. Yeah. Like, that was you. That's crazy. So now we see the ultrasound for the new baby, and it, it gives a new perspective. Because you're like, yeah, it doesn't really look like anything yet, but it's going to grow into a human being very shortly. Do you know the gender yet? We do know the gender. We're oh, not saying the say gender. Say it. Come on, no. break something on this podcast. I was I just saying before you joined, you always break it on Almost Famous or on Amazon Live. We need a, a breaking news announcement on suckers. I know, we really do. But maybe maybe, maybe we'll do it. I don't know. I got to talk to the boss, obviously, first before we can make any announcements. But we did find out the sex. You can find out around, um, I think it's like 11 weeks <laughs> when she went to the doctor and she does the blood work. And then you can... Uh, see if the baby has Down syndrome. You can see the health of the baby and you can find out the sex of the baby. So it gives you a lot of test results. My brother was telling me that's a really stressful moment because now with modern medicine as great as, as it is nowadays, they're able to identify so many things so early on. So he's like, yeah, we went in for a test and they said that they were going to check for like a million different things, maybe not a million, like 10,000 different things. And he's like, it's so stressful because there's so many things that could potentially be wrong and all you're doing is waiting to hear back whether something is is wrong or not. Yeah. I mean, it's stressful. I try not to think about it. Ashley gets really stressed out about it. She freaks out, you know, which I get. But I don't know, man. Life is so fragile. And I try not to think about those things. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. Like, there's not to put a big downer on you. But I've been thinking about it a lot lately. There's this Boston Herald reporter. His name is Doug Kide. Actually, E! News just covered it. But uh, his daughter... Two years old, man, died of leukemia. Oh, wow. A couple oh, days ago. Like, just the worst thing imaginable. And he's a he's a Patriots reporter, which is why I kind of know of him. Um, and then I saw E! News cover it, which is, you know. Uh, so anyway, so, like, it's just like, man, 
you know, things, stories like that, put everything in perspective and you're just like, just do the best you can enjoy the moments you have and try to not think of the worst. Yeah. You know, in the- so that's what I try to do especially when finding out the tests of like, is my baby going to be healthy? You're just like hoping and, you know, uh, like I always try to just make the best decision possible in the moment, if that makes sense. So it's like, listen, there's nothing we can do about the test results except put stress on ourselves, which is only going to make our lives worse and Dawson's life worse. So just not focus on it and figure out what we can do right now to take our mind off that. I don't know. I think in the same vein as that, though, I think there's a sprinter. I'm pretty sure it was Noah Lyles. I can't remember exactly who it was. American Olympic sprinter. And they just did a thing about like when he was a baby, he had all these like, you know, unfortunate diseases and issues and complications. And now he's the fastest man in the world. So it's like, it's pretty crazy how just because something might be wrong that early. I mean, obviously, God forbid, you know, the leukemia thing, like some things are, are, are dire, but there are so many things that could happen to you as a baby now that you could still push through and be the fastest oh, person oh. alive, which is kind of cool. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, nice, yeah. man. Congrats. That's that's yeah, great. Congratulations. That's great news. We're excited for you. We're actually talking. Do we say that we're a family of four now because no. of Dawson, me, Ashley, and the new one? Or do we say we're a family of five because oh. we count Lois? Does the oh. dog get counted now? Like, for example, no. I'm assuming no. you guys say you're a family of three. No. I just say uh, two. No, no. It's got to be however many humans you have in your house. So no dogs. It's funny coming from you no because dogs. I remember we had this conversation once where like we have Alistair who's our baby, but you were like, no, it's not the same. Once you have a real baby, you'll never refer to your dogs as babies ever again. So per your own words, it would still be a family of four. See, I would say family of four, but I just feel terrible because Lois is so excluded. Like she is she just doesn't care. She's just happy to be fed and scratched. She gets so much love. Like I know people are going to be like, you need to show Lois love, dude. The amount of love I showed that dog is so much, but like in comparison to the amount of love that I show my son, like it's not even, in the same ballpark. Well, I would so, hope like, so. If it, imagine, <laughs> imagine if it was the opposite of that. You give your dog all the love and not your kid. So you're doing it the right way, at least. We'll give you credit for that. 100%. Yeah. Well, now, I mean, shoot, dude, you got to start preparing. I mean, I know you guys want a girl. So I don't know how the whole hand-me-down thing works. I feel like baby stuff is pretty unisex. Up until a certain age, at least. Well, it depends. Yeah, of course, of course, most of it, but like a crib and a, and a stroller oh, okay. and like that kind of stuff. But clothes, yeah, obviously. I went straight to clothes. Okay, yeah, I see where you. Of course, of course, you would go <laughs> straight to clothes. So hopefully, you guys kept all that stuff, and um, you know, the burden of having to buy all that stuff new again isn't going to be there. No, it's all downstairs in the basement, which is fantastic. We got the snoo down there. We got the baby Brezza. Uh, we got the bottle sanitizers. We got the swing. Like, there's just stuff that I forgot how much we depended on there's a swing down there and i'm like oh my god that's right this swing was the only thing that calmed dawson down like he would come in crying we put him in the swing and it would just start moving and then he would just relax and we're like oh thank christ um so like yeah you just forget about these things but it's curious what the new baby will take to compared to what dawson loved you know like what if we put the new baby in this swing and they're like this thing sucks and they just start screaming their head off like, all right, I guess we got to find something different. You'll have to get her uh, a Barbie playhouse because it's a girl, right? <laughs> I mean, you got a 50-50 shot, bro. Caitlin, do you have any guesses? Wait, didn't we already guess this on the podcast? Probably. Well, no, because we just got the announcement. I feel like when Jared wasn't on, 
No, maybe because well, no, we wouldn't have aired okay, that. Yeah, obviously. yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. We did this in private once you, we knew that you guys were. Oh, pregnant. that's right. That's right. What do you think yeah. it is? Girl. Yeah. Same. Maybe it's a boy right, though. For girls, we'll we'll see. Stay tuned. Maybe I'll announce it on Suckers at some point. <laughs> well, yeah, you'll announce it on Suckers two weeks after it's already hit the news <laughs> cycle, and we don't get any headlines, Jared. I know. Or maybe I'll just announce it on my own personal podcast segment. You know? Ooh. Yeah. Have we, Have you named your um, podcast segment yet? By the way. Yeah, I've made two. You've, I, you've no, no, no. Named I'm, it, named it. Like, have you assigned a name oh, to named it? Named it, dude. Every time I intro, I'm like, I don't know what the hell to say right now. I guess yeah. this is suckers, Jared. J- I usually say uh, this is the Jared sucks podcast. <laughs> I was trying to think of some funny names for all of us. I think yours could be Jared's timeout. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I like that. And yours could be Pop Kalen, like pop culture, but Pop Kalen. Yeah, I like Jared's pop- timeout because it's like dad life obviously but also could be sports yeah yeah i hope he doesn't talk about sports on there because you don't like the sport talk well when it's me i can't partake in the conversation when you guys are talking sports. no but you're right when we talk about sports people people will probably lose interest so but no. it's a good jared's timeout you know it's good yeah. timeout 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 time i gotta talk about my baby it sounds like a toy story reference but i like it yeah it's yeah good. but um well, that's great, man. Congratulations again. I think I've already said that a few times, but we're excited for you. I'm excited to be another un- an uncle another time over, which is always exciting and, and great, but... Always wonderful. It's always wonderful. So what's the ex- what's the due date then? So you got probably not eight, six months left from now. So we're looking at like uh, July? July 29th is the baby's due date. Okay. It's so, hard not to refer to the kid as either him or her. Yeah. You know, right. It's so natural. But the baby's due date is July 29th. So Dawson's is January 31st. We have a winter baby. We'll have a, yeah, nice. we'll have a summer baby. Those are some good birthdays. January 30th is good because you'll be like in the middle age range of your class. July 30, 29th will be good because I would assume you're going to make... I don't know how, the, how that's going to work. But well, you're I'm either, June 15th and I was the baby. Yeah, but... I liked it. I liked being the young one. Right, but you probably were like near the end of your grade. And yeah. then like July maybe restarts it. So I you, think August was typically when you could be the old one. Mm, I don't know. I think... Yeah. Well, if you ever read the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, you should read that before you su- uh, admit this new baby to school because he talks a lot about how the older children um, are more predisposed to be better at sports because they're bigger and stronger and smarter for their, mm-hmm. like, which is a big deal when you're eight, nine, 10, 11 years old. You're, if you're four mm-hmm. months older than someone else, you could be a big difference. You know, I was just talking to one of my best friends about this. She was, she was held back in second grade and it's crazy. If her parents didn't help hold her back, we, none of us would be friends, you know? So it just, it, it's crazy because she would have, she would have been a year prior and then she wouldn't have met Haley. Haley wouldn't have met, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you could you could say that about a lot of things, though. Like, I know, but, but I see we were just, sitting there, yeah, and she's yeah. like, "I was held back in second grade," and thank goodness, because then I wouldn't be sitting here today. Did she like fail a class or something? I don't know why her parents held her back. Actually, <laughs> yeah. If I have the option, I'm holding Dawson back. Yeah, hundred hmm. percent. So well, he'll da- be a stronger Dawson, football player. Dawson wouldn't exactly. I guess you could technically just be held back, but he like. With this new baby, you'll probably at least have the choice of putting him in as a younger student or as an older student for his grade. No, you can because um, Tori's brother was held back because he was small. So oh. they wanted to hold him back and like let him grow with kids mm-hmm. that are younger than him. Yeah. And like, look, if you're the only kid in your grade with a driver's license for a few months, you'll be the most popular kid in school. Hey. Coolest kid in school.
This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Don't let a cold sore ruin your plans. Stop it before it even starts with Azurex, your secret weapon against cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus. Azurex is a 100% all-natural homeopathic treatment designed to stop outbreaks at the first sign or heal them quickly. Just apply it topically when you feel that first tingle of an onset. And if you miss the first sign, Azurex will still soothe the discomfort and help you heal faster. Order yours today. Because let's get real, no one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday events, and work functions. Cold sores always pop up at the worst time because they are often caused by stress. Use code HELP to save 20% on your Azurex order today at Azurex.com. A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. That's A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. Stop a cold sore in its tracks. Heal faster and reclaim your confidence Love it or your money back, guaranteed. Uh, how's, uh, how's Aspen over there? It's good. It's wonderful. I have one qualm, but other Let's than that, it. it's wonderful. I don't know you any qualms. Well, we have mice in our house. Oh, yeah. Lots. Well, maybe not. We, we've caught Lots like, of mice? I don't know. We've caught like four of them, and we keep laying out new traps. And last night, there was no new mice There's activity. Poop. There's poop. Oh, but there's not, no, the food's not eaten off the traps. But you check it by the poop. Okay. There's poop. I so did. there might be one mouse left. Hopefully not more than that. And people are in my DMs really freaking me out. They're like, they breed so fast. Yeah. They can die in your walls. Like all sorts of things. But we have Oricon coming today. Oh. I can tell you that. Um, they're coming today <laughs> to look at like what holes in the house, how they're getting in here. And then laying out traps, I guess, for them. I feel like word is spreading among the mice to not mess with us. They're like, oh my gosh, our cousin just got smushed last night. Smushed? Yeah. They're also too smart for the traps. Well, normally they would eat the food off the trap without snapping it, but their food is still on the trap and it's not snapped. And so they're they're adapting. Yeah. Or they're getting scared and they're like forming a way to maybe <laughs> migrate to another house or something. The house next door that's still being built. Yeah. That would be great. That'd that would be wonderful. That would be so great. So that's the only bad thing is the mice, but we're taking care of it. Yeah. Otherwise, it, wonderful. At a restaurant that I used to work at, I won't say which one, but it was in an area that um, a lot of the surrounding restaurants as well. There's just a big mice problem in the basement. 
just in the general area of where this restaurant was located. And so we would have a new mouse caught every day in the trap downstairs. But they used to buy it very gross. Um, I mean, it's not gross. Like every restaurant, like probably goes through this at some point. It's just like the court. Like it's not like your house is disgusting, and that's why the mice are coming. Just kind of unfortunately happens. But you just got to take care of it. But uh, they used to use the sticky traps. Do you know these? Oh yeah, that's what we used the (laughs) first time. I can't do it. I I feel so bad. Yeah, that's what we did too. And and Kaylin, um, you know. Lover, she's too scared to deal with the mice after they're caught. I dealt with one. Did you? Yes, the one that was trying to get off the trap. Oh. Anyways, it's pretty gross to talk about, but there's no good option. And and people were coming at me. They're like, there's humane traps that they walk into the door and then they're trapped essentially. And then you can release them out somewhere far from your house. But when we set these traps out, we were gone because we just like dropped all our stuff off our first time here and we were gone for like three weeks. So it's like, what are we going to do? Let them starve to death in the house or do we just kill them immediately? And it sucks, but we can't have mice with all these diseases running around. Well, and that's the thing too, with the sticky trap, the first one we caught when I went to dispose of the mouse, he was still alive and I felt so bad. That's what happened at this place. Yeah, exactly. And you feel like a jerk and it's like, you've, I already feel bad enough like having to exterminate them. But at least with the old fashioned snap traps, it's quick it's quick and harmless it sucks does suck but you can't have mice running around we can't they have so many diseases they're pretty cute though every time i I know it it just breaks my heart i don't dude i saw a rat one time though oh gross yeah it was the size of a cat it can scare the shit out of me no thank you we we want to get a cat i think is maybe our next move yeah after pebble beach next week we're gonna get a cat and hopefully that will take care of the problem as well so we'll be a family of four how are you gonna get well, Dean's brother has a cat and he kills all of their mice out in um, Jackson Hole. So Idaho, but yeah. Yeah. Close to, yeah people yeah. don't know Drake's no, Idaho. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah. So we're just going to train it the way that their cat was trained and hope that it can catch mice. Yeah. I think there's some like animal rescues here that have like barn specific cats that outdoor, indoor, maybe get it at like a younger age and it could, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it is with Alistair. That's kind of my biggest concern. But yeah. Dude, I love a fat cat. Oh, like, they're, they're so cute. Big are fat, just cuddly cat. Horrible thing. We had this cat. Her name was Lady. So we had a cat named Mama. I don't, I don't know how she got this name, but she had a huge litter. Maybe that's why. We had her for like 14 years. Poor thing passed away, right? My mom wanted another cat. So we got this cat. Her name was Lady. And she was a rescue cat from somewhere. I can't remember, but it was the fattest cat I've ever seen in my entire life. Her stomach would drag across the floor. You could literally like hear her walking towards you. It was amazing. But then she like the, between the, the cat litter, because my, this was like 15 years ago, my parents are so crazy between the kitty litter smelling up the house. And she used to like poop in the kitty litter, but poop on the outside. She wasn't like the greatest cat. All of a sudden I came home one day. We had this cat for like two years, mind you. And I was like, oh, hey, I was like, where's Lady? And then uh, my mom goes, we gave her away. Oh. I was oh. like, what the hell did you say to me? She's like, we found a family that wanted a cat. We gave her away. I didn't want her anymore. I don't want the kitty litter. I'm not getting another cat anymore. Yeah. But the cat's gone. I didn't even get to say, I was like 20 at the time. I was like, mom, you didn't let me get to say bye to lady pretty sad like i'm never gonna see this cat again in my that's it that's it she's gone the kitty litter thing i'm a little concerned about because it's but pretty it's gross so advanced now like there's ways that it doesn't smell you'll find a nice like designer kitty box yes tori has one and i'm gonna get the same exact one it's expensive but it doesn't smell 
Okay. Yeah. But my, if it's an outdoor cat, I don't know how that works. Well, my brother, like my brother's cat has a litter box, but they just keep it outside in the garage. Mm. Yeah. There's some kinks to work out here in our cat plan. Yeah. So that's our update. We got, we got mice. We want to get a cat. The house is great. The house is good. We're ready for you guys to come visit. We got Dawson's bed ready. We got unnamed baby's bed, probably not ready, but we can get something worked out. So whenever you want to come visit. Yeah, I don't know when that will be. Um, But I'd love to see the we'll house. Give it, we'll give it like five years. What's your years. favorite part of the house? Yeah. What's we'll your just, favorite part of the house? Oh, yeah. Um, The living room. And the office is pretty great because we've got this amazing view of the mountain. Anything with the view is great for me. Yeah, the living room is nice. That was like the first thing I set up was the, thankfully the sellers left all the TVs, so I didn't have to hang any TVs. But first thing I set up was the yeah, couch. They left the TVs? Yeah. Yeah, in I, every room is great. In every room, living room, all the bedrooms. And they're nice Sony TVs. And so um, didn't have to do any of that, but I set up the couch right away because it was like right when the playoffs were starting for the for football. And so I was like, I have to be able to comfortably watch this. And so I got that set up and that's definitely where I spend most of my time. No, it's nice. I've been skiing a couple days so far this week. Uh, getting back into the Colorado lifestyle. And uh, yeah. Looks no. like you guys are kind of in the middle of the mountains. Are you away from society or like you're seven minutes from a Target? Uh, 20 minutes to a Target, 10 minutes to a grocery store. Yeah. But we are up on a mountain. We're up kind of like in a, in a more rural area, I guess. We're a little hidden, which is apparently where the mice like to come. So this yeah. is going to be a common problem. Are you in a dead zone? Yes. If we don't have Wi-Fi, there's like, we're on SOS. Oh yeah, service-wise. Yeah. We also just don't have the right provider for this area. But we were just talking to Easton about this before you joined. Um, this is our first episode of recording on Zoom with Starlink because the, the, we don't have any good internet providers up here because like that's kind of how rural it is. Like you can't get fiber internet. And so we had to get Starlink. And it's so far, I guess, is doing pretty good. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's more reliable than CenturyLink that we had before. In Las Vegas? Yeah. We never really had any. Oh, I guess we kind of did have some issues with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the only thing I've noticed with Starlink is it's not the best for gaming. And I don't really game that much. Uh, but I've noticed that it's not the best for that, which is unfortunate. Shucks. I know. <laughs> I know. What, what a bummer. Me? I was moving between the two of you guys. Did you fight at all? Did you find that it brought you oh, more together? Or we fought. We fought. It's so stressful. I was, yeah, I was very stressed. I was very angry a lot of the time. It's, yes, you were very angry. It's challenging. <laughs> it's a challenging thing to move as a married couple because Kaylin has so many more things than I do, but a lot of her things are like community things, like shared things that I don't even know exist, like certain kitchen items, and so I can't like really help with the packing process for that because A, I don't even know they exist. And B, when it comes to unpacking, I have no idea where that thing would even go. And so it's just like, I'll, I'm like handling my stuff, but then I feel bad for not helping with some of the stuff that we share that I don't, don't even know exists. Yeah, but we're almost done. I got through almost every single box yesterday. I think we have four left. So four medium sized boxes and then we're done. Yeah. And then I'm going to build a beautiful dining room table. Kalen's not really too excited about it, I guess. But um, yeah, so we just got some work to do on that still, but it's going it's going smoothly. Yeah. So Kalen, Dean says he's going to build something. Is he the type of guy who actually gets it done fairly quickly? Or is he like, no, 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 I'm going to build it. Don't buy one. And then six months goes by. Well, he six months cannot go by. Normally, if there's a pressing need for it, I think he'll get it done fairly quickly. I would say a month. 
I'd give it a month. Mm -hmm. But I did ask him, I was like, I need to plan out because we have the dining room table he wants to build. We have like a a water cooler and wine cooler that he's going to build shelves around and then shelving next to me in a bookcase. Um, So I'm like, I need just a timeline for all of these things so I can figure out. It's also hard because we just got back from Australia. I have to go to Las Vegas to like get the house ready for the renters. Then we're going to Carmel next weekend. Yeah, but we did find renters for our Vegas house and I'm so excited. It was like the first people who saw it. We found them pretty quick. It's kind of frustrating. I don't know. How, we could probably talk about it. They're not going to listen to this podcast. Hopefully. But they they like viewed our house. They were the first people to view the house. And they're the ones that ended up renting it. And my neighbor, who I'm friends with out there, talked to them briefly. And he, he was talking to them. And the renters said they complimented how good of taste we have, which is very nice to hear. And then when they move into the house, they've got all these requests to change things. They're like, I want to paint this room this color. I want you Dean's to... Dean's black room they want to paint. They want which, to paint my favorite which, room. <laughs> does make sense to me. It's so sad. <laughs> they want us to take out the bed frame that I built. That's like part of the structure of the house, which sucks because I love that bed frame. You keep saying it's part of the structure of the house as if the house is going to collapse. It might. It's a load bearing <laughs> bed frame. Um, so just like things like that are kind of frustrating. Oh, the backyard. They want us to take a couple of things out of the backyard. And it's like, you can't compliment us on having good taste and then ask us to take everything out of the house. That's part of the house. But then at the same time too, it's like you mentioned this the other day, we're not really ever going to live there again. So it would be silly for us to be like, no, we're not changing anything because it's like, it's going to be rented out for the foreseeable future anyways. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, lease is signed where it's definitely taken a weight off our shoulders. Yeah. Dean just has to go remove a lot of furniture. Yeah. Weight off of your shoulders. Sure. Yeah. The weight is still firmly planted on my shoulders. <laughs> it's not your responsibility to move the furniture, is it? I mean, well, it, we left some things behind. Because we were like, maybe they'll want it, like bed frames and we dining a, table. We left a TV because we didn't need it because of this t- house had TVs. And so they want the TV removed, uh, the bed frame, the the dining table, like basically all of the furniture we left, they want yeah. all that removed. And like here here Which, I am thinking we're being great like landlords and be like, oh, they'll love this free mattress or this free TV. And then now we have to go get it all out of there. Yeah. Um, but it, it all worked out. I'm happy. It's great too. Cause what we did say was we need to find a specific renter. That's like maybe an older couple with no kids. And that's exactly what we got. So mm-hmm. um, like your grandparents, for example, would have been great renters for that specific situation too, because that office that I made kind of takes it off of the possibility of it being a bedroom because the closet's gone and it's just like definitely better, more better use for an office. And so I think and I feel like an older couple is going to take care of our house better than a young couple. Yeah, Not right. that young couples don't take care of houses. But. Right. But if it was like four kids living in there or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. So I'm excited. Yeah. It's not it's not a baby announcement, but at least we got some stuff going on. <laughs> we got some stuff going on. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right. Their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. 
At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Don't let a cold sore ruin your plans. Stop it before it even starts with Azurex, your secret weapon against cold sores, fever blisters and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus. Azurex is a 100% all natural homeopathic treatment designed to stop outbreaks at the first sign or heal them quickly. Just apply it topically when you feel that first tingle of an onset. And if you miss the first sign, Azurex will still soothe the discomfort and help you heal faster. Order yours today, because let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday events, and work functions. Cold sores always pop up at the worst time because they are often caused by stress. Use code HELP to save 20% on your Azurex order today at Azurex.com. A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. That's A-Z-Z-U-R-X dot com. Stop a cold sore in its tracks. Heal faster and reclaim your confidence. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Have you guys talked about babies? Oh, gosh. Still still far away. Two years. Yeah. Not far away. Two years is going to come up quick. But yeah, I feel like two years I'll be I'll be ready. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we can even have them, you know? You never know um, if I it's even mo- a possibility. modern fertility. What's that? It's a fertility test. And you're fertile? I'm fertile. That's great. And according to the Sperm Bank Donation Center from 12 years ago, I'm you're also fertile. inconsistent. Yeah, but, you know, good swimmers. Good swimmers <laughs> down there. Good swimmers. But you never know if my swimmers are going to like your eggs, right? I just want to say, like, it's great to to hope for pregnancy and, and plan for pregnancy, but you just never really know. And I don't want us to be discouraged if it doesn't work out for right, us. But we have a backup plan and we'll adopt if we can't get pregnant. Oh, right. My brothers. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> don't start this again. Yeah, you're right. I'll, st- I'll not start this again. Yeah, we'll adopt. And if you guys have a third kid and you end up not wanting to keep it, we'll take it for you. There's no shot of that happening. We're done it too. Do you think Ashley would be our surrogate for us? Sounds uh, like no. No. <laughs> How much do you think? Because they get paid pretty well. How much do you think someone would have to pay Ashley to be their surrogate? I'd say a million. Oh. For her. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be up there because for her to go through what she's going through. And not have a baby at the end of it. Yeah. I mean, she'd probably do it for. I don't know. I feel like if someone said, I will give you $250,000. She'd probably say no, but I don't know. I think she'd consider it because it's nine months. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a whole year, more or less. Maybe 500. Not that we can afford her, but. (laughs) No, yeah, we couldn't. I think half a mil, she would be hard pressed to say no to that. Did she? I would have a lot of feelings about it that I would never (laughs) push upon her. But yeah. That's your number two. I'd like to, to have you experience the pregnancy for another time. That wouldn't even be your baby. Uh, like, well, because obviously, Wait, like, the decision comes down to Ashley, 
or the girl, I guess, in this, whoever the surrogate would be, but like it's, it affects the man as well. Like it would affect Jared's quality of life for nine months. Not enough to turn down that much money. Well, Jared would do it for a hundred. It affects the guy. Don't get me wrong, but like to the degree that it affects the woman, it's not even a conversation, you know? I mean, of course I'm there and supporting and like I lose sleep too. And like she's debilitated sometimes. So I got to pick up the slack, but I'm not the one throwing up. I'm not the one who's like, she can't drink coffee. You know, that sucks. Like she just can't drink coffee or she, we went to Disney. She can't go on any of the rides. Mm. You know, she can't do. Sh yeah. How was that then? So, cause you, you and Dawson and Ashley went to Disney, but she wasn't able to go on the rides. So you would just like stay off to the side or something or how would yeah, that work? So she went, she could do the rides cause they on, on the, you know, Disney website, they tell you what pregnant women can or cannot mm. do. And like any ride that Dawson could go on, she could go on cause there's not much movement to it, but you know, so, like any roller coasters like Tron or Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, couldn't do that. I got to ask, how many rides? Because that means that if if Ashley can't go on it, that means Dawson can't go on it. How many rides yeah. did you go on just by yourself? Not uh, on test track. Uh, I probably like, I don't know, I guess like five or six, like Tower of Terror, Guardians of the Galaxy, Tron, test track. I think that was it. So maybe just so uh yeah, she, she couldn't do Soren. So maybe like five or six. That's not bad. Dude, Tron <laughs> and Guardians of the Galaxy. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I I've heard the Guardians of the Galaxy ride is pretty good, but I haven't um I haven't been to Disneyland in a while. How come you guys went to Disneyland instead of Disney World? It seems like it'd be easier nope. for you to get down there. Yeah, the world. No, we went to Disney World. We went to Florida. Oh, you did? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh no, yeah, dude. I'm way more of a Disney World guy than I am a Disneyland. Disney World all day long. Is Tower of Terror, is there one in Disneyland as well? Uh, there used to be, but they switched it to Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Because I have a very um, specific memory of being on Tower of Terror, but I haven't been to Disney World since I was like three, so I don't think it was from that. No, there was probably Disneyland, uh, but they switched it over in like 2017, 2018 or something mm. like that. But um, yeah, dude, it was it was great. It was a fun trip. I mean, it was definitely stressful bringing a kid to Disney always is. But I had so much fun because uh, I just love Disney. It means a lot to me. I love going there. I love the environment of being in Orlando and going to Disney Springs. And then you go to the parks. And we did one too many parks. We were there for four days. We did parks three out of the four days. We should have only done two. Hmm. But, um, but yeah, dude, I mean, I love it so much. So like I'm already, I just want to go back. Yeah, I, I would move down to Florida. I would. Wow. I'm Interesting. A, I know. There's like these clubs that you could be a part of, something called Club 33. I'm sure Easton could speak to this better than I can, but where it's like, it's an exclusive club. It's like a, it's like the country club of Disney that you mm. can belong to and you get like special access. And there's like these clubs that only certain people can go into and rooms and drinks and sounds awesome. Did, did you go into the um, International Space Station restaurant? The International Space Station? Isn't there a restaurant where the elevator takes you up oh, into yeah. space and that. then you can eat in space? But is that Disney? Oh, it might be something else. I'm pretty sure it's Disney World. Oh, I've looked I, into getting you, reservations. You say it's an Epcot. Mm -hmm. Oh, Epcot. I, don't, I mean, I don't really. I don't want to. I don't want to um, embarrass myself here too much, but I don't really know that the difference. That all that stuff as well as you guys. Yeah, I like the either. difference. I don't either. What it is? I had a, uh, when I was a kid. I had a traumatic experience at Disney World. I got lost for my family when I was three. And oh, I was lost. Terrifying. I was lost for like two hours, and then eventually two my, hours. Yeah, as a three-year-old, terrifying. Imagine losing Dawson for two hours. I'm sure my parents didn't even give a crap about me missing. 
And then all of a sudden I like, I had to go to the bathroom. So I go, go to the bathroom. And then my brother is just like in the urinal next to me. I probably was using urinals when I was three, right? This is how I remember it anyways. Mm. And he was just standing right next to me. And I was like, Ross, I've been missing for th- two hours. And he goes, oh yeah, no, we're right over here. Just follow me. I was like, oh. I bet you were missing for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably. <laughs> I, know, I probably right? was never even missing. I just like, was unsupervised for five minutes. <laughs> you're probably right. I remember I was crying though. And it was bad. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I, I remember thinking getting lost in the grocery store and just freaking out because I'd look and my mom's not there in the aisle. And then I would just start screaming like, and then you would like go to the so terrifying as a kid, go to the end of the aisle and like sprint down and like look down every single aisle. And you, oh yeah. And then like, while you're going past one of the aisles, they're going past the same aisle on the other side. And so you can't see them. And then you think that they're not even there anymore. Does that not happen to anyone else? Oh, all the time. Constantly. Yeah. Just keep, keep that in mind. It's funny because, you know, now you're a parent and now your kid is going to experience those same types of things. I know. I wonder like um, <laughs> some of the things that I show him, it's not bad, but like, for example, he loves dinosaurs. So I showed him parts of Jurassic Park, mm. not the dinosaurs eating people. But then I thought like even seeing a Tyrannosaurus Rex, I'm like, is this frightening him? He's He's fine in the moment. But then I'm like, damn, am I causing my kid nightmares right now? Is he going to have a nightmare about a T-Rex? I mean, he loves dinosaurs. I don't know. These are the thoughts that go through my head now as a parent. <laughs> you got to think about it, man. Dinosaurs are cool, uh, though. I mean, you could be pretty young and watch Jurassic Park, although it is a pretty scary movie. You have to show him yeah. the original before you show him the new one, of course. Well, obviously. What do you think? I am a jackass? No, just make it sure. You know, some people might like the new one more. Um, but that is going to do it. I do think that um, that we've overstayed our welcome here. And I know we could talk for hours about Jurassic Park, but I think we got to say goodbye, right? Yeah. Jared, do you agree with that? Yeah, unfortunately, even though I'd love to talk more about Jurassic Park. Um, Maddie advised me that it's called Talk Daddy to Me is the name of your your segment, which I think is probably, yeah. it's probably better than Jared's timeout. It sounds like a... We all know what it yeah. sounds like. <laughs> it's What does it sound like? An inappropriate thing? It's, it inappropriate, that, that's right. It reminds me of that like one other podcast uh i'm your daddy or something oh with alex cooper what is it what is that called? it's um daddy. Think, oh my god daddy i'm your daddy right no oh. call, call her, her daddy, daddy. No. yeah that's call her daddy that's right yeah, yeah. okay that's i'm, I'm sufficiently embarrassed myself for one episode of suckers <laughs> uh that's gonna do it jared i want to extend one more congratulations to you on your new baby thanks guys I, yeah, I get. I guess I can't say that for another six more months or so, and I'll I'll wrap this up quick. So, congratulations on the pregnancy. That's amazing. I'm excited for you guys and happy for the future for you. Kaylin is giving me a, a nod as if I'm talking too much as it He's is. Just a rambler. I do. I ramble. Yeah. I, I can't help it. That's gonna do it for this week's episode of Suckers. Be sure to tune in next week and later this week for all of our segments where maybe we suck just a little bit less. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining 
Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday parties, and work functions. If you suffer from cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus, Azurex is an all-natural homeopathic treatment that will change your life. Just apply it topically as soon as you feel that familiar first tingle. And when you have an active outbreak, Azurex will soothe the pain and help you heal faster. Order today and use code HELP to save 20% at azzurx.com. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Stop a cold sore before it starts and heal an outbreak faster. Order Azurex today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.